0: One two three
1: four.
0: All right, welcome back to Country and Cold Cans. As always, I'm Logan sitting here with Andy, and today we have a very special guest, one of our uh, favorite new artists coming out of the Texas scene, Gracie York.
2: Appreciate Hello. you coming on, Gracie. Thanks for having
0: me. Yeah, for sure. I um I think that I the first song I heard of yours, uh, I just like I kind of go down the rabbit hole on Spotify sometimes with like like artists of people that I um, listen to regularly. And I think the first one I heard was Without Me. And uh, I think I, I the line that struck me that I think I tweeted it at the time was like uh, about if you take another shot of whiskey, maybe you realize how much you miss me. I really loved that. So I was like, I got to dig in more into her music. I did. I liked what I heard. So me and the guys talked about it, we wanted to have you on. So like I said, we appreciate you coming on.
2: That's crazy that it, you heard without me for the first one. That's one of my not as, I mean, it's slowly growing because it just got yeah. out the Texas Music Now playlist, but uh, that's crazy. I, I mean, I'm glad. That's a good thing. So,
0: <laughs> Yeah, for sure. I, I have a tendency to, I think, pick when I pick random songs, not necessarily the most popular whenever I mm-hmm. I uh, click on a new artist in Spotify. So that, I think that may have been how I did it. I just was like, oh, this sounds like a cool title. <laughs> so I went with it. But so I guess first thing I wanted to know is like, because you're what, like, I think you just were out of high school. What, last year?
2: Yeah, I will be 19 in a couple
0: weeks. Okay, yeah. So like we uh, I I knew that like you hadn't put out a ton of music yet, but you had just put out your first uh, single in 2020 was Patsy Kind of Night. Mm-hmm. And I got to kind of I, I want to know like what the background on that song is, because I really like that song. I'm, I'm a sucker for bummer jams. So mm-hmm. anytime as American Aquarium likes to say, sad songs make me happy. So yes. I think I've enjoyed a lot of your music because of that.
2: Yeah. Um, well, so I love Patsy Cline and I am like an old country soul at heart. I grew up listening to classic country songs. And uh, when I heard Patsy Cline, it just like instantly struck me. And I was like, I love that woman. I love her sound. I love her songs, all of it. And so, um, like I can even remember the first time I ever heard her song was in my grandparents' truck and my Nana was like singing along, like looking out the window. And I was like, who is this on the radio right now? And, um, I don't know. I was just, I never thought of myself as a songwriter until I went to Nashville and toured a bunch of like museums of the classic country people and how they got started. And, um, I was putting too much pressure on myself to try to write songs like other people. Um, But then I sat down and I was like, you know, I'm just going to write something that I love, like something that I want to write about. And I was just like, I love Patsy Cline and I think that it could be something cool to write about. And so I sat down and I uh, wrote that song and I was like, you know what, maybe I can be a songwriter. And I played it for my parents and they were like, we didn't know you could do that. And I was like, neither did I, neither did I.
0: (laughs) So you're telling me that was the first song you ever wrote?
2: Uh, yeah, the first like full, I mean, I would always like kind of thrown ideas out there and nothing, like, there was never a full song, yeah. but that was the first full song that I ever wrote.
0: Well, I can uh, say that's impressive because you can ask Andy about when we were in college, the first song I ever wrote was called Whiskey Women oh. and Cigarettes and it was awful. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah.
0: yeah yeah i just thought it sounded cool and i just bought a guitar and i was just like i'm gonna i had like been writing lyrics um and not knowing how to play an instrument at all at the time i think i was maybe 19 or 20 and um i was just like all right i'm gonna write this song and then at the time i was like this is awesome and i looked back on it and i was like that really sucked <laughs> Yeah.
1: most people don't ever want anybody to ever hear their first song
0: <laughs> yeah so it's impressive how good yours is
2: <laughs> i mean it. For a first full song, yes, I'm I'm very excited with how it turned out. And I'm uh, grateful for that. There's definitely like older voice memos of me trying to write songs. And it, I never play them for anybody. Yeah. They're loud out of the phone because they're so bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel you on that. Like some of my voice memos are really bad. But, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, it's funny. Like you said it was a trip to Nashville. Was that like a family trip or?
2: It was me and my dad. Um, we... I can't remember is it, it was in 2018 and a lot has happened since then. So I don't really remember if it was just like a last minute kind of trip. Cause I remember not really planning it ahead too much, but I knew that we wanted to go and we wanted to go together. Cause we don't really take many trips, just me and my dad. And, um, we hopped in the car and went nine hours to Nashville and I fell in love with it. And I, you know, got to go to the Opry and like take a tour of the Grand Ole Opry and, uh, stand in the circle. And just that feeling alone was insane. And I was like, this is where I want to be one day. And, um, yeah, I just, it was just a trip and I loved it so much. And I recently got to go back for like a day, not yeah. even whole 24 hours, but I am excited to keep going back. Cause I love it.
0: Oh yeah. Nashville is a fun town. Cause me and Andy and a couple of our buddies, um, we took we before a couple of them ended up getting married, and it made it a little more difficult for us to have guys trips. We used to take like a couple, one or two trips a year somewhere different. So we flew out to Nashville and had a blast out there. Went to the Ryman, and um, that was just such a cool experience. Because I'm a I love I've loved country music my whole life. I was that weird kid growing up that loved country before I loved rock and roll. Yeah. And I would because like going to see all the history, like being able to take the Ryman tour, like you know all that stuff. I, I want to go back someday and go to the, the Hall of Fame because we didn't get to. Do that because we were still trying to balance the cool like country music history with also like the guys trip aspect of it. So we spent uh, a little bit more time at the honky tonks than we did uh, <laughs> going to the museums and everything. Yeah. But it's well, definitely a really I cool said, town.
2: The country hall of fame is incredible, and you definitely need to go see it. We went and saw it, and it it's just like the history behind so many things you wouldn't even expect half of like what they are, and it just it's so cool to see. And, so inspiring for especially
0: an artist and oh yeah i'm sure because like and it's been it seems like lately um out of the texas scene in particular there have been like more of an easier way of getting into like playing at the opry like because it seems like as the texas scene has grown over the last like 20 years they're starting to get more attention from like mainstream stuff because i know that like parker McCollum recently had his uh Opry debut. So like, I, I'm sure that's probably a goal of yours one day would be able to play the Opry. And I I think you definitely got a shot at doing that. So like, is, um, how, why do you think it is that Texas music is starting to get a little bit more recognition now versus I guess, years ago?
2: I mean, I've been asked this question multiple times and I, I honestly have no idea how to answer it. Um, there's just something about people are loving the Texas scene, I guess, cause it's more of like a country sound. I don't know. Um, you know, it's a mixture of everything. There's, you know, the rock side. There's southern rock. There's, there's everything mixed. There's in. the
0: the wetzel sound. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, whatever that is. Uh, it's literally just the Co sound. Um, but I don't know. I feel like there's in Nashville. There's like the Nashville sound, and a lot right. of people don't necessarily like the Nashville sound now because um, it's more like pop is what people say and um, i don't know i guess people are just leaning more towards the texas scene because it is sticking to like traditional country sound mixed with like i don't know rock and yeah it's, it's a it's a great scene for sure there's so much talent here and i i'm so grateful to be a part of the, like what's growing um but i think that i don't know it's hard to answer that i guess yeah yeah because i'm just like oh it's just happening.
0: <laughs> yeah. I feel you on that. Like, I think you probably uh, are spot on with that because especially in the era we're living in with like streaming services and social media, it's made it, I guess, the accessibility is more there than it used to be. Whereas, um, do, do I know?
2: TikTok. TikTok uh, yeah, yeah. a huge difference in music for sure. I, I know uh, off the top of my head, uh, Kat Hasty, she's yeah. huge on TikTok. And her songs have gained so many streams from TikTok alone. And so definitely TikTok has made Texas country like a huge thing because I see it pop up on my timeline all the time. I'm just scrolling through and I'm like, oh, there's Parker. Oh, there's yeah. Parker. And it's just like, OK.
0: It's funny, like that that's become such a big thing because like I'm so I'm 27. So mm-hmm. it's like I'm on just the outside of like being like before TikTok. I, it wasn't really a thing when I was in college. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I'm, I don't, I'm not on TikTok. I don't know much about it other than just seeing the repost on Instagram. But it's like, I, I have heard that that's been a major thing recently. Cause like, I remember when I first started following Kat, um, maybe two or three years ago, she had like 3,000, 5,000 followers, something like that. Now she's around like 40,000 and She just blew up like like that. And I, like you were saying, I've, I've been hearing that TikTok was a big thing. They just kept getting more and more streams.
2: It's huge for, I mean, people just cling to, songs that they find on tiktok and it's crazy what a difference it can make like some artists can go from literally being a no name artist to overnight being like oh i have a million strings on my song just because of tiktok and that's that's actually wild. my tiktok yeah. is not doing that great but that's okay we're going to keep going
0: oh yeah keep plugging along <laughs> <But, laughs>
2: yeah Hopefully, one of these days.
0: <laughs> yeah, I wish that we could offer you some TikTok uh, tips, but Andy and I know literally next to nothing about it. So. I, <laughs>
2: okay. I've never,
1: I I've never been on it a day in my life.
2: I don't recommend because you get sucked in for whatever reason. It just is very addicting, and I'm not proud of the fact that I'm on TikTok as many hours in
0: the day as I am yeah that's how I feel about Twitter like I remember when Twitter first got really big and like I was just like I resisted it for a little bit I was on it but I wasn't like on it a lot now mm-hmm. I feel like I anytime I'm not uh, working or watching TV or something I'm sitting there like scrolling through the country and cold can Twitter just yeah. like liking stuff and responding to things and I'm just like good lord this is a <laughs> consuming a lot of my free time now yeah,
2: same with me I love Twitter and Twitter's oh, just yeah. funny like it's I don't yeah. know it's really funny
0: yeah, I was talking with a buddy at work about how, like, there's a hierarchy of where things get, uh, news gets broken. Like, mm-hmm. first is Reddit. And then it's like, after it's on Reddit, it goes to Twitter. Then it's on Instagram. And then by the time it gets to, like, we're seeing two months later, our parents are sharing memes on Facebook that we had already seen two months ago. <laughs> like, I can <already laughs> that mom
2: thinks <laughs> you're late.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, like, so talking about like your sound specifically, I always like to ask the artist before I, like, talk about it how do you describe your sound like what is the Gracie York sound
2: oh I don't know um I've seen I don't so I don't know I've got my question also uh, I just it's somebody asked me that when I first started this whole thing and they're like what's your sound and I was like uh I don't know <laughs> uh I think it's probably like a mix of country with Southern rock in certain, especially my new uh, single that I just released. It's more on the Southern rock side and maybe a mix of like Americana. I saw saw some Americana reference to my music the other day and I was like, that's the first time I got that, but I'll take it. Like it's fine with me. Yeah. I don't know. I think I'm a a mix of a lot of things. Yeah.
0: A lot of the best music is like, I know it's like to my ear, A lot of um, like your EP um, was definitely what I call just like country music. Like it's not pop country. It's not like hard in any other uh, genre like rock or anything. It's just like good old country music. But then like I heard your new single um, and I was just like the guitar tone and everything. I was just like, this is a little bit more of a rock edge than the previous stuff. I really liked it. I was like, didn't know if that was like conscious or if that was just kind of how it happened in the studio.
2: I um so I'm I knew going into making the EP I wanted it to be just country because I wanted to stick to that and you know that was me at the time and now that I'm you know growing and doing this whole thing and I've been doing it for a little bit longer than I was then I was like you know what I think it's time to step out I want to do something different and there's always been like a, a southern rock rock side to me because of my dad right and, um you know he had hair bands and you know he loves Pearl Jam and and all these bands. And so I was like, I love that. And I just love when women do it, because I think it's, it's just like, it's like make a badass out of it. I'm like, yeah. And not that I am one, but it makes me feel like one when I have a song like that. And so I, uh, I did that song. I took it to my producer and I was like, listen, here's what we're going to do. And I know that you're going to love it because he's my drummer too. And he's one of my yeah. best friends. And uh, we, we just sat in the studio and we got it done. And we were like, yes this is the difference that we needed and uh because i think texas rain was a little bit different too yeah and so i think it was a good transition into drag me down and i'm really happy with how it came out and i definitely want to do more songs with the more southern rock feel because yeah. they're just fun to play live too and everybody just gets in the in the vibes and i just love it so
0: yeah, I know. I definitely agree. Like, you were talking about when you, uh, released your cover of Texas Rain. Fantastic song, by the way. Me and Andy are huge fans of that. And we really like that your version of it incorporated from a female perspective because, like, obviously we've all, like, heard the song and it's a great song, but it was like, it was cool to hear that twist in it of, like, just it coming from a different perspective. But I definitely agree that, like, from the EP to Texas Rain, Texas Rain had a little bit more of a, a rock elements in it. But then like that was a good bridge between that and Drag Me Down because it me down um, was definitely a, had more of a rock sound to it than your previous stuff. But I liked that uh, your your newer music, I guess the, the sophomore follow up in some ways to your EP was not just like the exact same sound. Because one of the things we've always appreciated about like bands like American Aquarium or in the mainstream, like Eric Church. Whether or not it always turns out, you know, great, they do something different each time, and I I think there, I have an appreciation for that, just kind of like flexing the creative muscles a little bit. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, I, I think it was. I mean, it was a lot of fun to uh, get to be a part of, um, to get to be in the studio and do. uh, There's just like videos of me sitting in the studio when Kyler's back there like recording the drums and he's just hitting it and I'm like yes like this is gonna be so good and uh I I I purposely didn't show my parents because I was like I don't want you to hear this until I am 100% ready to submit the song into TuneCore and like get it uploaded and so I waited for a while and then I played it for them and they just for like over the moon about it and they loved it. And my dad, especially, he was like, this is amazing. Like, I love this so much. And so I was so excited that they felt that way and uh, cause that's how I feel. So oh, yeah. I
0: yeah, no, I agree. It's a fantastic song. I love the sound of it. I, um, I, I kind of almost liken it to, um, and I, th- I think he's around your age, but it's almost like similar how like Colby Cooper has been able to kind of have that blend of like country and rock. That right. is like I, I I really dig that the older I've gotten, the more I, I tend to gravitate more towards like the country rock blend. And I think that's what um, Texas music in general has kind of like what drew me to it was because of that. Like it, there is a history of, of that good blend of country and rock. So I think you nailed it with that.
2: Yeah.
0: So I may be mistaken, but didn't you say you've done some co-writing with Colby Cooper?
2: Yes, we got together. Um, it's It's been about a month, I think. And uh, I went over to his house and we uh, got to sit down and write a song together. And we're going to continue that. We're going to get together obviously some more and and write some more. Uh, But we wrote one called whiskey and I posted a snippet on on my Twitter and everybody seemed to really like it. And granted Colby has a great following. So when he retweeted it, the retweet started coming in a little bit faster. So that, but um, yeah, it, it went really well. And I'm really happy with how it turned out. So I'm excited to get together and, uh, write them again because we're, we're, we're very similar people um same hair length it seems and, uh, <laughs> except he's married has two kids and I'm definitely not anywhere near that right <laughs> but he's great he it went really well so I'm excited about it
0: yeah that's awesome I know that um I I think I did hear uh, I couldn't remember the name of it so I'm glad you said that whiskey but yeah I I heard that and I really liked it because um it caught my my eye when you said you co-wrote it with Colby because Andy and I are both big fans of his and we I I know how much a boost from someone with a big following when they retweet it because Parker McCollum has retweeted us two or three times and every time he does like good lord my phone won't like I almost have to cut the notifications off because (laughs) that guy's got such a big following that it just like I I end up it's just all the time going one after the other
2: yeah he's, he's definitely one of the texas uh country artists that is just going up and up and up and there's no stopping him right now and i'm so excited and him and zach bryan like they're just the fact that they've even gotten to the Grand Ole operate is like mind-blowing and i'm so excited for them and for texas music because that's just that's great. I'm, I'm, oh yeah. It's exciting.
0: Yeah. So who are some of your favorite artists um that you like current day artists in the Texas
2: scene? Ooh, that's a good question. And uh especially cause like a lot of them are my friends. So it's like really, it's, that's what's weird is that I'm friends with all of the ones that I like loved and have idolized for a long time. So like, right. but I love Caitlin butts with everything that I have. And, um, just she's amazing. And uh oh, Holly Beth, I don't know if you all have heard of her, but she's one of my good friends. She's incredible. If you like the country rock sound, definitely check her out. All right. Um Morgan Wade. I'm I'm saying all awful right now, but they're killing it. Um who else? I love Colby. Uh Corey Kent is also great. He is great, fantastic songwriter. Yeah. Um, he's has a great voice as well. Um, I don't know. There's, you really can't go wrong in the Texas scene. Like any answer that anybody would give you just think, yeah, they're really good. Yeah. There's so much talent in this scene. It's unreal.
0: Oh no, it definitely is. Like you mentioned Morgan Wade. Like we're all big fans of hers. Like that debut record she put out reckless was amazing. And, uh, so yeah, I'm excited to see, I hate that I'm going to, um, miss, they're not coming anywhere near here, but that her, she's opened it for American aquarium. And I hate that they're not, she's not on support for the shows that are closer to North Carolina. Mm-hmm. But uh, so when you released your uh, stuff in 2020, I know that you probably had plans to, you know, to tour behind that probably more than you got to. How did, how did last year's, um, I guess, circumstances affect the way you approached it, like just starting out as an artist?
2: Yeah, it, honestly, it was, at the time, I was like, why is this happening? Like, this is so stupid. I can't believe I just started this career and I don't even get to go play shows. But um, honestly, it was a good time for me to have that kind of break because I'm definitely not getting one now. And uh, I had plenty of time to like sit down and write songs and you know figure out what I wanted to do with my career and who I wanted to be as a person and as an artist. Um, and so I think there was good positives to the whole thing and I got to play a couple of shows here and there during last year um, but I think that you know for whatever reason it was good for me because I just got to sit and write my songs and um, make connections through social media and like live streaming and stuff that I wouldn't have been able to do and so I don't know I think that it wasn't all terrible now do I wish that it wouldn't have happened? Of course. But, um, it, it, there was definitely a lot of positives that came out of it.
1: Yeah. What's it like being a, a new, like an artist that's so like young, I guess, like, obviously you don't know what it's like to be, you know, older, but I, I, to me, that seems like it'd be something to be like quite a bit different, I guess.
2: I mean, it's really not that different. Thankfully, everybody in the scene doesn't treat me as a young artist. Um, they just, treat me as a friend or as a sister or as a you know just whatever and uh they they've all been just so great and supportive and um because I mean Colby Cooper for example he started this when he was my age I mean even younger we both started it around the same time and uh, he's doing obviously very great for himself and uh yeah so they thankfully like they just they don't treat me any different they just they're like you make good music Okay. <laughs> You're in. <laughs> so I'm thankful for that for sure. But it's definitely, I was going into it a little hesitant. I was like, Oh, they're not going to, they're not going to like me. Cause I'm young. And they're going to think that I don't know anything. And, um, but they've been great.
0: Yeah. I, I think that's, that's one great. of the cool things about the Texas scene though, is like, it seems from a outsider's per, uh, point of view, from someone who lives thousands of miles away, it, it seems like it's kind of a, uh, has a, like kind of a family kind of vibe to it more so than a lot of things do.
2: Yeah, it's definitely one big family for sure. And I've, I mean, everybody that I'm friends with now is just, they, they're my family. There's no denying that. We hang out, you know, outside of shows if we don't have shows, or we go surprise each other at shows. And it's just a lot of fun. I'm so thankful for it. It's a great group of people.
1: Oh, yeah. It's always cool how, like, tight-knit everything is in Texas. Like, did that, that you get – like you were saying, too, like, that, you're friends with all the people that, like, a lot of the people you looked up to. Like, to me, I feel like a lot of places, like, music scenes and stuff, it's not – it's just not like that. It's just not such, like, a close-knit thing.
2: Yeah, for sure. I There was, like, a time in my life when I wanted to move to Nashville, and, like, right out of high school, I wanted to be like, yeah, going to Nashville. Thankfully, I didn't do that um, because it would be 10 times harder, but I definitely agree. I think that there's um, just not that like family connection anywhere else. And I think that it's a great thing because it just is a lot of support from people and uh, just uplifting
1: of other people. So it's it's everybody's trying to everybody's trying to bring everybody up, not tear somebody else down to better (laughs) themselves.
2: That's what I've said a lot about Nashville. I obviously, I think Nashville is a great place for people that belong there. And if one day that's where I'm meant to be, then I'll make my way there. Um, But I think in Nashville, it's a big pond filled with, or no, it's a tiny pond filled with a big fish. Um, Big fish. Am I okay in the brain? I think I can't get that sentence out, but you know, you know what I
0: mean? Yeah, I know what you mean.
2: (laughs) But in Texas, there's just like not that competition. It's like people are just trying to help people and you know get openers on shows and get people, you know, played on radios and the ranch and everything. And um there's not that tear down like there's in Nashville because there's so much competition out there that it's just not fun half the time, I feel like. And I mean you can hear there's a million songs out there about how much they hate living in Nashville because it's so competition based. But um yeah, I think. Once you make it in Nashville, I'm sure that it's the exact same way, family style, like just support, 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 but trying to get up to make yeah. it is very difficult.
0: Oh, yeah, and people are so talented in that town that never actually get – much recognition. Cause like, I remember one time I, I've heard stories about homeless people in Nashville playing guitar and singing on the side of the street. So like, it's like just from people that are playing the normal, you know, gigs at uh, places on lower Broadway or anything, like there's just a lot of talented people, but where I, I think that Texas separates itself is the songwriting aspect. Cause there's a lot of people that can go out there and sing incredibly well, play guitar and you know, shred, but they are playing cover songs all whole time to where I think like, I think that I, I really appreciate and I like the approach that you guys have taken in Texas where it's like a little more independent minded and I'm going to say what I need to say kind of thing. It's kind of like the, hell yeah, I'm from Texas <laughs> mindset in a lot of ways.
2: Yes. <laughs> I also love that as well. I, I mean, it's, it's fun to hear how people perceive Texas music from somebody that obviously doesn't live in Texas. And uh, I, I definitely agree with that, especially being, an independent artist myself and ha- being surrounded by a bunch of ind- independent artists. Um, it's just nice to be able to say what's on your mind without worrying if they're going to just be like, no, you can't put that out because it says, blah, blah, blah. It's really, oh, yeah.
0: No, yeah, I'm sure. Um, so you, you mentioned like uh, people in Texas helping out, you know, getting on open and slides. Like who are some of the, some of your favorite people
2: you've gotten to open for? Ooh. Oh, that's a that's a good question. Um, see, now my mind just goes blank on anybody that I've ever opened for ever. Um, I am really, I haven't yet, but I'm really looking forward to opening for Colby because I think that's going to be a super fun show. It's happening in a couple of weeks and uh, I'm very excited about it. Um, ooh, who have I opened for? I can't even think about people that i've opened for but everybody that i've opened for has honestly been so nice and so welcoming and uh just a fun time so i'm i mean, i can not complain for sure
0: yeah so uh, talk about uh venues then like do you have any favorite venues so far that you've gotten to play
2: yes uh i just told somebody this the other day and now i'm going blank I I swear my mind just like goes completely numb when you ask questions. Um, Let's see places that I have played. Um, Oh, there's in Fort Smith, Arkansas. When I opened for uh, Ronnie Millsap, that was fantastic. Um, That venue is like an old Mason's temple. Okay. And um, it is the coolest venue I've ever been in. And it just like the green room was like literally green, like bright green. <laughs> and, um, there's, there's actually a piano up there that Parker McCollum wrote a song on. I don't know what song it was, but I was over there like playing on the keyboard like trying to write a song too. Um, but that was a super, super cool venue. Um, there was another venue in Mount Bellevue, Texas, which is kind of close to Houston. It's called the bar whiskey barn. And, um, it it was a tiny, tiny stage and super dark room and not even that big of a place, but just the energy. And, um, I mean, the venue was really cool. So I think that was a lot of fun. Um, like we were on the back of like a John Deere tractor that had this stage attached to it and it was tiny and I don't know, but it was really, really cool.
0: Yeah, that does sound cool. Anytime you, uh, like I've, been thinking about, uh, American Graham's cover record. They just did, you said John Deere tractor. It just made me think of John Deere green. Uh, they, they ripped that cover. That was awesome. (laughs) But, uh, but yeah, So that, that is one of the things that I know that you're what in East Texas. Is that accurate? I don't know how Texans divide things. So, yeah. Yeah. So like, I, I imagine, have you had a chance to go out to like Lubbock and play the blue light yet?
2: I actually have. I loved the blue light. I have some family that lives up in Lubbock, like my mom's whole side of the family lives Um, up in the Lubbock area and I got to play at the blue light and I loved it. That's also another tiny stage, tiny venue. You don't expect to walk in there and be like, Oh, this is not at all what I pictured this place being, especially because it's so like iconic in the scene. Um, And I played at the one in Lubbock and then I played at the blue light in Dallas before it shut down. Yeah. Um, And so they're both super cool. I missed the one in Dallas. RV. but uh yeah the one in Lubbock is super cool there's stickers everywhere like just any artist that you could think of boom they're there they've been there it's so cool I love the blue light
0: yeah that's one place that Andy and I've talked about we um it's funny when we tell people like yeah we want to take a trip out to Lubbock one day <laughs> but yeah we do because like they we had the guys from uh Mason and the Gen line on here um earlier what in 2020 I think it was and they were like, yeah, man, come on out. We'll, we'll take you out to the blue light. and Everything. I was like, dude, I'm there. I was like, as soon as things, uh, travel is a little easier that, and thankfully things are starting to open up <laughs> now, but, uh, that, I definitely want to take some more trips to Texas. Cause I've only really been to Austin and Austin's awesome, but it's like, it's different. I've heard from a lot of Texas. So
2: Lubbock is a an interesting choice to want to go to Texas if you could go anywhere you want to go to Lubbock okay uh, <laughs> that's interesting because I would not want to go to Lubbock I especially after like being there like my whole life, going to visit family and stuff yeah it's so dry and it's just like the drive up there is long and there's nothing to see but windmills and dirt and <laughs> an occasional um oh tumbleweed it,
0: so. I don't think I've ever actually seen one of those in real life, so I think that actually would be cool to me because we don't we don't really have tumbleweeds in North Carolina.
2: <laughs> I think I think you should see it at least once.
0: At least once, and then probably you don't need to see it a
1: second.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: they can tear up. Your After
1: pocket. you see the first one, your opinion changes to the same as hers. Yes.
2: <laughs> After you see Lubbock, you'll get it. Everybody that's yeah. lived, loves it, I love Lubbock, but just it's it's a lot. It's just, yeah. Oh, there's a dog. Hi
0: yeah, dad. that's uh, that's Bella. She's uh, been my dog since college. So I think she's about to turn eight now. But once in a while, she likes to try to jump in the frame when whenever she sees I'm talking to people. So. Just
2: wants
0: to <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's a good dog. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I've, I've I've heard that. I mean, I'm sure that it, it would be like if uh, people were coming to North Carolina and they want to go certain places, and I'm going to be like, like there there's a town I've heard. Um, People will say that, yeah, I've heard Greenville's a lot of fun to go party at. The people that live like uh, in other areas in North Carolina, I'm like, yeah, but once you've been there a few times, I mean, it's it's fine, but it's not a destination by any means. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but, I, I love it,
2: love it. Well, because it's a little rough. But that's okay. Oh, yeah. Still love <laughs> it.
0: <laughs> so if you could play with any two artists, alive or dead,
2: who would they be? Have to Klein, obviously. I love that woman. Um, And Chris Stapleton. Okay. I love Chris Stapleton. He just is so cool in the most nonchalant way. I don't like, he's just, he's Chris Stapleton. I don't know. He's, his voice is insane. It really is. His songwriting is is insane. Um, And he's just, he dresses cool and he just looks like he'd be funny. Oh Yeah and so what's your
1: favorite what's your favorite like thing that he's done like band uh, solo or what's your favorite version of Chris Stapleton
2: I well this last album that he just put out is incredible um my any album that he's put out is incredible it's hard to pick between a favorite album of his but definitely his like solo stuff is my favorite I know that he was in a I think yeah he was in a band before he was solo and uh which that band was great too, because obviously he's in it. And uh but yeah, I just think that solo Chris Stapleton is insane because he does stuff like you should probably leave and he's had that song for eight plus years just in the back of the drawer like it's no big deal. And that song is fantastic. And it's like, what else does he have just up his sleeve?
0: I know that that guy's got such an incredible uh I guess treasure treasure trove i can't talk treasure trove of songs just to pull from because like the the amount of incredible songs that he himself has written that he's written for other artists like you you just up until he became chris stapleton like you would hear him um on background vocals on so many songs and being having a songwriter credit on so many songs that you just didn't realize who he was and then after that big moment he had on the cmas with um justin timberlake he just kind of like it was like to the moon i mean it was like he exploded
2: yeah, that's when we, found, I remember that exact moment seeing him on that and me, my mom, and my dad were like, who is that man? Where can we find him? We're obsessed with him. And ever since then, like, he's just, he's been one of my favorites for sure.
0: Yeah, definitely a generational voice. Cause I was telling uh, one of my buddies the other day, I was like, the, how easy it is for him to sing is just incredible cuz like you watch a lot of artists and they'll be good singers but you can tell that it's like they're have they're putting a lot of effort into it that guy just gets up there and can blow almost anyone out of the water and it just looks like he's doing it nonchalantly.
2: exactly and that's what i'm just like must be nice dude can you teach me your ways yeah it, it takes a lot for an artist to take a song that's already incredible and so iconic and make it even more like what he did with Tennessee whiskey. Like people half the time don't even know that that's not even his song. Yeah. That's, what's crazy to me. It's like, okay. Yeah. That's cool. Just do that. Have fun. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I know. I know that that I encountered that with some, so like outside of Andy and Kyle who's normally on um, this show with us, we have a lot of friends that um, they like country music, but they prefer like more modern mainstream um, versions of it. And then, like I said, I've been a big country fan my whole life. So it was like, I remember we get we got into an argument with one of my friends one time because he was like, said that uh, the George Jones and David Allen Coe version sucked. And I was just like, look, man, I said, I get it. Chris Stapleton's version is fantastic. But I said, you can't say that. I was like, that's ridiculous. I said, you're talking about Dak and arguably one of the greatest voices of all time with the possum. So you're
2: crossing the line.
0: yeah. <laughs> but uh so do you uh do you have any like timeline uh obviously you don't have to answer this if you don't want to but do you have any timeline for like a, a full-length record or a new ep coming out
2: so i've been going back and forth um because there's been a lot of stuff happening in my life recently and i just i don't know i've been going so back and forth if i want to just do another ep or if i want to do a full-length album i know for sure that i want to do singles because singles tend to do a little bit better than eps um but for sure the singles and then we're just gonna go with whatever happens because i don't know yet (laughs) but hopefully i don't know it's not going to be like too much longer until at least like an ep or a full-length album yeah i don't know it's just a timeline
0: I definitely understand what you mean, though, because like in the era of streaming, like, yeah, I mean, you have to look at kind of like what even Drake has done in his career, like with everything being so accessible now in streaming, like it almost makes more business sense to do singles rather than putting out, rec- not putting anything out and then just putting out a record. But I will say the the old soul in me is um, a little bit. Uh, I, I, I kind of wish that we get more records than we do, but I understand it. You know, it's it's art, but it's also a business. So you have to kind of figure out the best way to walk that line, you know, as an artist.
2: It's also expensive to do pulling albums, I will tell you that. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I definitely, I don't know, I'm just kind of going with the flow, kind of just writing more and, um, just, excuse me, sorry, my cat, she was here <laughs> well. Uh, but yeah, it's expensive, but I definitely want it to happen pretty
0: quick. Oh yeah. I can imagine. But I'll say that if um, whenever you're playing up in North Carolina, uh, we'll, we'll definitely be there. So I'm looking forward to watching your career and hearing new music. So Thank you.
2: Thanks. Yeah, hopefully I'll get up to
0: North Carolina pretty soon. Oh, yeah. So, Andy, do you have anything else you want to uh, touch on while we still have her?
1: No, that's all I can come up right now. Sure, I'll come up with something as soon as we cut the mics off.
0: It almost always happens, Gracie. Every that's time, how it like, works. Every time we uh, stop recording, we're just like, oh, my God, I should have asked that. <laughs> but... Well, we appreciate you taking the time to come on. Um, you know, uh, it was it was a good time. And I like I said, I'm a fan of your music. I'm looking forward to watching your career. So
2: thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. This was a good time.
0: Yeah. So if you want to plug your website or Twitter or anything, you know, now's time to do it.
2: Uh so my website is just uh graceyork.com. Um I have my merch website up there as well. Um my Twitter is I think it's g or music i don't know but you can just search up my name and it'll pop up uh same with my instagram it's just grace york and uh spotify obviously it's just my name so.
0: sounds good well like i said we appreciate you coming on
2: yeah thank you so much for having me
0: yeah so for this episode of country in cold cans i'm logan sitting here with andy and this week grace york we'll see you next time